That's right. Welcome to Chumming Up. Uh, I'm Squirrely. With me again today is my part-time, full-time, sometime <laughs> co-host, Lee Mitchell. How's it going, Big Horse? Yeah, it's going good, mate. Always a pleasure to be here. Sick. Bloody oath. And uh, today we've got a very special guest, part of the spearfishing world. Uh, caught his first blue marlin as part of the heavy tackle tournament this week. Uh, welcome to the show, Mike Kane. Yeah, thanks for having us, Squarely. Yeah, cheers for being here, mate. Um, like, like I said, uh, you actually fished the heavy tackle tournament uh, aboard uh, Pussy Galore with us this week and got your first blue marlin as well as uh, a few others. How, how many fish you end up catching? Oh, I think Lee would have that number. It was five. Six. Five, yeah, well... Five and a stripe, or...? Yeah, yeah, five and a stripe. We lost the stripe on the leader, so it's technically a release, but didn't count for the tournament because we didn't get the tag in it, so... Yeah, so what a week I've had. Yeah, so you would have been stoked with that first blue marlin, eh? I know a lot of uh, the the time we were on board there, we were just kind of thinking about the next fish, but was, was that a big tick in the box, or...? Oh, massive. I mean, you know... I. You can't believe the week I've had. I've gone pretty much from zero to hero in my book. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, just blessed to have... Maybe you just move that mic across a bit. Yeah. Yeah, mate. just uh, blessed to have been able to experience it. It's yeah. been brilliant. No, that's, that's unreal. Um, so we, we did uh, fairly well in the tournament uh, besides, you know, the, the winners. Obviously, we, we got to see a lot of fish. We dropped a fair <laughs> few. Um, what... You'd, you'd caught black marlin and that before, though, hadn't you? Yeah, we'd done a couple of game X's um, in, in my own boat. But, uh, look, it, it was really good to see how you guys do it. Um, learnt heaps. Um, but, yeah, look, I always wanted to catch a blue. And, yeah. you know, to get five is, yeah. <laughs> is insane. I was feeling a bit of pressure at the start there where we weren't converting them and I thought I might have got the sack. But um, luckily you guys... Uh, right or wrong, put your faith in me. <laughs> the last day we got better numbers, didn't we? When yeah. we get three out of four, was it? Yeah, three yeah. out of four on the last day. Yeah, so that at least I felt I might have redeemed myself a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> I, I think Leewald looked at me and it was like, well, there's not like there's a better replacement. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that Like that's uh, really, really cool. Uh, then uh, straight off the back of the tournament, uh, you booked uh, peak sport fishing uh, charters and went out spear fishing, uh, and you got another blue marlin or a blue marlin. Your first one spear fishing. Yeah. Uh, can, can you run us through like your your motivation to do it for one, and then like how the day panned out because. Uh, so the average person spearing a blue marlin is just unreal. I've I've only ever seen it once and it blew my mind. Yeah. Well, you know, to start with, as you mentioned, big thank you to Eddie at Peak. I mean, he, he made it happen and facilitated it all. But, yeah, it's definitely been a bucket list um, fish that I wanted to tick off. Uh, we've tried it a couple of times with guys I know up here, but... 
we, we certainly raised a couple but didn't have that success. So I wanted to put myself in the best position I possibly could. So I hounded Eddie for a bit. Um, <laughs> Definitely that. Bought, borderline harassment. But, um, yeah. He, just just he, stalking him. Yeah, a little, a little bit, yes. Found his, found his weakness, got a pack of Arnott's. Yeah, got the bickies in. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, look, he very kindly said, yeah, um, I'll, uh, I'll take you guys out. So then I um, hit up Lee because we needed to have a second person in the water just in case things went south. Yeah. Um, so... It didn't take too long. I think, what was it, Lee, about nine o'clock we raised the first fish? Yeah, yep, nine o'clock um, we raised the first one. Yeah, and the first, you know, you try and stay relaxed and <laughs> get a good breath of air and that just didn't happen at all. I think my heart was sort of beating at about Bumping 180. and uh, <laughs> So the first one, I jumped in on it, tried to take a decent breath of air and uh, just as I surfaced, because I didn't see the fish on on that first dive, just as I surfaced, he swam underneath us. Then I tried to dive down on him again. And he sort of went, did everything he could not to follow the script. Yeah. Um, then he sort of stayed about 20 metres away from us. And uh, that was an unsuccessful one. Um, but we didn't have to wait long, probably another couple of hours, I think. The second fish. Oh, maybe yeah, not even. Not even. Yeah. No, it wasn't long. And uh, anyway, that fish came in. He come in, well, he was uh, pretty lit up and he come in pretty quickly as had to sort of work out who was the hunter and who was the hunted. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, he, he buzzed past. Then he turned back around and uh, sort of had the shot. It all happened so quick. Yeah. That, um, it's, it's literally a matter of seconds. Um, but we got a good holding shot on him. We yep. had a bit of... Damage to our gear, um, lost a couple of floats, and uh, thankfully we didn't lose the whole lot. Um, yeah. But, you know, we had to – I didn't manage to get hold of the third float that we were running, so we had to go for a bit of a swim, or I had to go for a bit of a swim. <laughs> I, I was pretty keen not to follow it in the boat. Um, I yeah. really wanted to try and make the capture as real as possible – if yeah. that makes any sense. So, was that just it, uh, for the chance of getting the record, or was it, you know, strictly just for your own, you know, personally, you just wanted to do it as proper as you could? Yeah, I think a bit of both. I think if you, if you had the opportunity that it was a record fish and you didn't just do that little bit of swimming, I think I would have certainly kicked myself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, by, but, by a little bit of swimming. Yeah, <laughs> how, how far do you mean? Because from what Leewald told me, it wasn't wasn't what I'd call a little bit of swimming. In my eyes, it was like seven marathons. I wouldn't have been doing it. I was I, I was in the boat at this stage while you chased the float. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know because I mean to be honest with you, you know, all I was thinking about is please don't pull that shaft. You know, yeah, yeah. So, it, but. I don't know, lead 20 minutes swim? Yeah, I'd say 20 minutes, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was pretty rough, but it was over 20 knots and you're out in a 1,000 metres of water. You know, it's not exactly swimming at the local swimming pool either, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I'm guessing a few silkies and that around in the water or they just following the marlin more than anything? Yeah, not till right at the end there was a couple of silkies, but yeah. nah, 
Nah, but there was a lot of current. There was heaps of current. Yeah, well, that that <laughs> ran all week, really, didn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that that's just an unreal tick of the box. Where, when uh, you you went down, grabbed the marlin, I think uh, Leewald put up a photo the other day or maybe peak sport fishing of of the marlin uh, from from the view below. Mm. Was was that as soon as you hit the surface, just euphoric, uh, you know, that's a moment in spearfishing for you? Oh, or? definitely. And um, as I've touched on before, you know, it's, it's good when you dive with people like Lee, they actually share that with you. So he was, you know, absolutely over the moon, stoked, a couple of fist pumps and a bit of shouting and cheering and, you yeah, know. Yeah, I gave you a hug in the water. I was yelling. <laughs> <laughs> after, after the high fives and the fist pumps, I was hugging him. He's trying to hold this mile and probably drowned him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, just, just swum two k's against the current <laughs> and then you've got to ca- carry Leewald's weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, but I mean, it is. You just, yeah. I. Uh, you, it's actually quite hard to put into words how excited I was. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because um, you, uh, I don't know if I even mentioned this, I'm a little bit tired, <laughs> but you, you are part owner of Spear West as well. Yes. Um, so uh, first of all, I want to uh, know how that sort of started, how you got into that. But also off the back of that, just uh, the differing uh, thoughts on spearing a marlin in, in the spearfishing community sort of thing does that play a part or do you think about it or has the reaction just been all positive um i don't particularly care if there are negative feedbacks or comments related to it because it's my opinion that it's quite a sustainable healthy fish to hunt yep um but look in this day and age i'm sure there's always a bit of negative feedback to whatever you do Uh, but personally i'm more than comfortable with it uh, so it's it's simply not an issue to me. But look, overall, um, the feedback's been very positive. Um, yep. And people okay. have only made uh, positive comments. I haven't had anyone say anything derogatory to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at the size here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shitting themselves. Yeah, and <laughs> from what I've heard, you're fairly handy boxer. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, but, you know, it's... It's good and it's been well received as yeah. far as I, as as I can tell. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it is really cool. I think also just kn- knowing, like, as you speak to you uh, for five minutes about it, and you can tell it, it's a passion. Uh, you enjoy the fish. You know, s- someone that's getting proper reward out of it, going there for the, whether you agree with it or not, the right reasons, rather than it's not just a oh well tick that box because that box is there to be ticked. So um, I, I think that's awesome anyway. So I think that'll come across. And then um, back to the Spear West, when, when did you start that? Um, uh, we've, we've been running Spear West in a partnership form, Adam and I, for a couple of years where we moved location. But originally with Spear West, I simply started as a client. Um, yeah. I often joke that, I might as well have moved into the business because I was going to buy half the store at retail. So. Yeah, okay. um, but look, the, from when I first met Adam, you know, we, we uh, sort of hit it off. I, I liked the way he ran Spear West and uh, 
I put it out to him pretty early in the piece. If you ever want to expand the business and want to partner, um, I'd be keen. At that time, he was just running out of a storage type unit and it just seemed to get more and more traction. Yeah. Um, and he said, yeah, I'd be keen to you know, step it up a bit. Um, so, yeah, that was a couple of years ago and we, we just slowly uh, getting a bigger, bigger clientele. And it's, I said before, it's actually quite nice because you get repeat customers and you watch their spearfishing journey yeah. um, and they come back and they share their stories and you see them improve and, you know, it's, it's, it's actually quite satisfying to watch that too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, mean uh, seems like you've got, a lot of friendships either ever through that or the spearfishing community it, itself. Um, so I mean that that's got to come in handy whenever you you're travelling somewhere to go spearfishing as well, I guess. Oh, for sure. And you know, as Lee's touched on as well, it's been so good that we've had a bit of a network, haven't we, Lee? Where we're yeah. spread out along the WA coast. Yeah. And so, you know, Lee might meet us at Geraldton or we might meet Coops at Shark Bay or whatever, and we're sort of dotted along the WA coast a bit. And so I've made some awesome friends, Lee, and, you know. And, and I think um, you guys have done, done such a good job with Spear West as well that it's not just WA. Like, uh, I've, I get the privilege of diving on the east coast of Australia and I've even had, you know, world-class divers take me out in New Zealand and that. And... I don't think I've I've met anyone in the spearfishing community within Australia and New Zealand that doesn't know of Spear West either. You know, you you see the stickers on cars and boats everywhere you go, and you know you can talk to people over there about the shop as well. So it's, I think it's got West in the name, but it's I think it's pretty well known as well. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um, you would have seen my Mazda Six on the way <laughs> in today. So, I don't know, if you're considering sponsoring me, sending some stickers, uh, I can really get your name out there. Yeah, look, I think a show bag's coming your way, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the type of demographic you're looking for, I reckon. Mazda, I agree. Mazda 6 drivers with, with no door handles. Mate, yeah. we'd be happy to have you squarely. <laughs> Cheers, yeah. mate. I'll be hitting you up. I, I think... I think I need Leewald to take me back out there again. I think I'd drown at the moment. Oh, you'd be all right. You've always been pretty good. <laughs> no, I haven't. We'll just take Marcus Longhurst with us again. Then if either of us drown, we'll owe him another debt, yeah. another life debt. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we were talking about that because uh, Marcus, who you've had on um, your Spear West podcast, uh, you, you know a fair bit about him. He has... Uh, Save both of us from shallow water blackouts at different time. Yes, and I think the la- the last time he did it, I-, I think I came up with a plan that we're we're actually just training him, so that we only have to swim down, yes. and then he'll just come and get us and yeah. bring us back up again. So it's it's really a smart plan. Yeah, well, I think he's the man you'd want to rely on in that instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think uh, yeah, I I. I I know uh, Marcus fairly well. Uh, I know a lot of other people that I spearfish more, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably say he'd be in the top few percent that I would uh, trust the most yeah. uh, for, for that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, um, well, also the other thing was obviously you were saying that you were um, purchasing a lot of stuff from Spear West before 
that. So obviously you've had a spearfishing journey yourself that's uh, gone for a while. When, when did that sort of start? Has that been part of your life the whole time or is that a new thing? Uh, no, nah, I was more a line fisherman then used to do a bit of scuba diving and it was just on the net that I saw these guys were shooting fish um, on breath hold and, and when I saw that, I was pretty captivated and wanted to learn more. Yep. Joined the club. But, I, you know, I've been, and I keep saying it, uh, I've been pretty lucky that, you know, I bumped into guys like Lee and so on who have, you know, I've been fortunate enough they've shown me so much and I've had so many opportunities with these sorts of guys that yep. it's, it's just been amazing. So it's been a slow... Um, journey and I mean it's funny I love spearfishing um, but by no means am I in the uh, leagues of these other guys but uh, it's just awesome it's also you know I love the whole the trips that we do it's not just spearing the fish we go to some locations that are just out of this world yeah you know you've got the place to yourself and and some of what we've seen has been you know it's been worthy of documentaries and so on, isn't it? I mean, we've seen yeah. whales feeding on bait balls. We've seen... Yeah, that was awesome. Know. We were in the water with it. I think it was a fin whale, but I'm not too sure. It was crashing through, eating all the bait. There was cobia, sharks, and I think we both shot our first West Coast yellowfin tuna off that bait ball. Yeah, and I mean, that little bait ball feeding frenzy, it really was something that... It, it just was incredible, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. All three GoPros shit the tin just as it started, <laughs> as it does. <laughs> so like sitting there going, beep, 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 error, beep, 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 card area, fucking thing. So just <laughs> yeah. had to jump in with our guns. But then sometimes it's better like that, isn't it? It's not for – you don't need to do something like that for everyone else sometimes. You just got to do it for yourself and the people you're with, I think. Yeah. I, 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 I find that's probably the one – Big reason that keeps bringing me back to not only spearfishing but fishing in general, game fishing, is uh, like I enjoy doing them. Don't get me wrong, but I'm probably not at the same uh, like passion levels as as yourself or other people. But I, I do know that being near people like that, like Leewald or Eddie or a- anyone like that, you just get out enough to see something else special. Yeah. That would be good. Like uh, I think last year we were game fishing and seen sperm whales out from Exmouth, which I had no idea they even mm. existed here uh, after living here for, for that long. So yeah, that was cool. And yeah, it's, it's definitely um, motivation in that every trip you don't know what's going to turn up. You simply don't. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you, you – Every trip you go on, you te- seem to be surprised, don't you? You see something that you weren't expecting and it's... Yeah. Unless you go, you won't see it. Well, that's right. It gives you that purpose, you know. Myself, I can't go to Bali and sit by a pool, but I could go to Bali spearfishing, then end up sitting by a pool in the Arvo. I need need that goal. Yeah, to and get then the, you there. Yeah, and then the, the journey and the, and the things that happen with it come with it, you know. Yeah. I, I think that's uh, what happened with our... Shark Bay trip, New Year's, where we uh, were spearfishing uh, Dirk Hartog, and yeah. then it just turned into an epic 
uh, I think it was week and a half. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I was very drunk. Yeah, but, yeah. We, but, yeah, we had to take a whole esky full of piss off the boat to get it on the plane we had that <laughs> march <laughs> and still come back with a lot. Yeah, I, oh. I think I was double handling it just to clear the esky for the fish. Yeah, trying to get some baldies and tuskies. <laughs> yeah. It was just filled to the brim with piss. Yeah. Um, with, with, with that, uh, like you, you were saying you're not – uh, on the elite level of spearfishing, uh, I haven't actually seen you myself, so I don't know if you've just been modest You're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, what are you, what are your, you know, the best fish to you that you've you've speared so far? Just a, a few of them, you know. Oh, geez, I wasn't ready for that. That's the question <laughs> I've been asking others. <laughs> um, look, I've always liked um, spearing Spanish mackerel. Yep. Um, so I was lucky to get a good fish um, up at Shark Bay. Do you don't know when that was? Probably a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, and that that I was I always wanted to get a, a decent size one, and that fish went thirty seven point eight. Oh shit! <laughs> um, <laughs> That's decent. Yeah. So uh, that fish was definitely one that I was. Pretty happy with. Um, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. I've, if you're not, you need your pulse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what the second would be. I'd, I'd, yeah, probably, well, I shot a, what was that, red I got lucky enough to get with you, Lee, 10-4, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, I think it was 10-4. Um, 10-4, good buddy. Yeah, 10-4. Yeah. Uh, Mulloway, I got up at uh, Carnarvon. I'd like to get a big Mulloway. The one I got up there was 12.8, I think. But it'd be it's nice to get... not bad for a West Coast one. Yeah, but it'd be nice to get a proper one of them. But try not to get too fixated on that either. Um, yeah. Because I do actually like just going spearfishing. Yeah. Um, and I think actually sometimes if you were fortunate enough to tick off all those fish and you know, be at the top of the game of all of them, I, I think you'd probably lose some motivation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think uh, Leewald's found a little bit of, bit of that, I'd say. Is that fair? Yeah, I've sort of lost a bit of motivation in spearfishing. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I, don't know, I don't know if it's because I've got some of the fish I wanted or there's fish in other areas that I really want. So then, you know, if I don't put my time into them – like none of no fish that's really hard to achieve comes easily. So you got to you can only put your time in one place at one time. Yeah, yeah. But okay. um, touching on Mike's fish, he's been a little bit humble. I've seen him get some cracking fish. He got um a seven kilo on the knocker. I think common trout with me one time. I think it was seven. It might have been eight. No, it was, it was seven. It was a cracker. I've Probably been, should have got a photo of that. Yeah, we didn't even get a photo. <laughs> didn't even get a photo. Yeah. And um, I said to him when he got it, man, that I was jealous of that fish. I still am. And I was like, oh, man, you've got to get a photo. Nah, she'd be right, he reckons. Yeah. Then, like, you know, now you talk, look back, it's like, oh. But, like, I, I thought that was a, a really nice fish. Yeah, there's been numerous fish I've actually seen you get, like that yellowfin tuna. What did I think we went through it the other day? What was that the weight of that? Uh, 18 something. See, 18, <laughs> 18 kilo yellowfin tuna, free swimming, not on burley, yeah, in West Australia, you know, yeah, that's 
<laughs> yeah, so he's the average fisher, uh, Spiro, that speared a blue marlin, yeah. a 10 plus kilo red, yeah. a yellow fin. Yeah. Um, just every, oh, a 37 kilo mackerel. Mac. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, At the yeah. bottom of his game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to make it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Look, maybe stick to the minor leagues. Yeah. But uh, you're based in Perth, yeah? Yes. So yeah. is that where most of your spearfishing is? Uh, no, no, I do a little bit locally, but I'm always pretty happy to get in the car and head north. Yep. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I would I, be I if think, I lived in Perth too. Yeah, the... Um, <laughs> I'm more scared of the whites. <laughs> yeah. The, the reward for effort, though, of actually just getting in your car and, yep. and driving north to me, is is huge. So I, I can't. It's it's just a no brainer to me. Like getting your car and drive north. It's, yeah. it, it's that much better. That the reward for effort is uh, well and truly there. Yeah. That that is a funny thing you touch on. Is just travelling long distances. How many people don't do it? Because mentally, it's a hard thing or a chore. Where most of the time, it is literally hopping in your car, turning the key, and going. To travel's not that hard, but that's how you target different fish, really. Like, if you want unreal fish, you go to where they are. Yeah, I, I've never understood it. I mean, especially the cars now, it's like sitting on your lounge at home, listening to music. So you're sitting on your ass. It's really not that hard to, yeah. to drive a vehicle. But people do make a deal of it, and I don't get it. But, hey. Yeah, good Good for us, I guess, because it makes yeah. less people at the spot. <laughs> yeah, don't, if you're coming north, don't come this far north. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Carnarvon's the cutoff. <laughs> stop there. <laughs> um, the, I was talking about the whites in uh, Perth just before. Uh, obviously, not a big concern for you because besides the spearfishing, you've you also get fairly into your open water swimming. You've done rotness. Or the uh, land to rotness swim and then back again. Is that right? Yeah, I did a, a double crossing a few years ago. Um, now, again, I can't remember. I'm not very good with dates and times. But, um, yeah, there was um, a swimmer probably about eight years ago. They did a triple crossing. Yeah. And I'd done quite a few singles and uh, – I thought, geez, if they've done a triple crossing, it's made my uh, one way look a bit weak. So I said, at least got to get there and back. <laughs> Double. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't done much open water swimming since then. Yeah, um, did, did a little bit the other day. Yeah, <laughs> except when <laughs> I was uh, chasing down that fish. But uh, yeah, look. But that that being said, no, the whites are a bit of a concern to me. I, yep. And hence that's why I don't dive the south coast a lot. As much. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do prefer to. Head north. Yeah. Um, well, we've had a few just sitting off Cot Beach at, at home of late. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's it's certainly seems to be they're more prevalent. And I've quite often wondered, you know, is it because more people are on the water? They've, we've now with social media, you know, people mm. put things up so it gets yeah, more get coverage. So it's hard to actually establish that yeah. balance. Yeah. Is, is it that we share more? Or is there simply more there? Yeah. Mm. But that, the one thing, uh, I don't think any uh, scientist or anything has put, put anything out, but just from anecdotal evidence of seeing it myself, 
is the one thing I noticed from starting on charter boats, uh, fishing to the end of uh, what, what I was doing there was the sharks got more comfortable with a boat. So, like, it, yeah. it, when I first started fishing, uh, charter fishing, if you got the fish up to the point where uh, it was, like, six or seven foot from the boat, the shark would come up and then turn around. Like, yeah. as, as soon as that boat was close, it would go the other way, and, like, we were on a 60-foot boat. And by, by the end of it, um, I, I remember this uh, bull shark coming up and biting into the Blue Horizon 60-foot yeah. boat. Yeah. Mm. But whether they've associated that with food or whether, uh, you know, just in the past, boats just meant dead shark or, or anything like that, I'd, I would think the same sort of thing would be going on with the whites and the uh, cage diving and uh, everything else. Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't say with the whites, but there's no question. Certainly in Perth, one thing we never had a problem with in the past was losing fish to sharks. Yeah. Um, that's starting to happen on a semi-regular basis, which is concerning. Plus in, now In Perth? In Perth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That's news and to me. That... that was never the case. Um, and then, you know, we've just had our run of white crayfish, so there's a lot of people potting and so on. Yeah. And there's some pretty big, fat bronzies that just follow the boats. Um, yeah. And they're a lot more prevalent than what they were in years gone by. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I think it's probably a bit of the case as well that any any sort of healthy food chain or pyramid, you can't leave the top and take out all the middle. So... I think in the coming years they're going to have to have a serious look at how they want to manage it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's the thing. Whatever they do, it's going to be – there's going to be people that aren't happy either way. Yeah, uh, that's right. But um, what what I think – the main thing is just people need to be okay with discussing it. It's, it's a weird thing at the moment where uh, people are either one side of the fence or the other – and no one really wants to actually find out what what is happening. You know, is are there more? Uh, are they getting more used to the boats? Is it more the social media thing? Yeah, I think, I think people are so firm on their opinion, and I'm I don't understand how you would know for sure. Well, I think you'd you'd hope that whatever decisions are made are made on the research and science rather than the, i think the shame of this now is it's become such a political topic yeah. yeah um that i don't think many politicians would be brave enough to state what needs to happen yeah um you know for for risking gonna, their political gain yeah, um because it is a such a controversial topic and as you suggested people's views are so strong uh, and are their reactions yeah yeah well Tune in next week for political chat. (laughs) (laughs) We're definitely straying out of our uh, realms of uh, strength. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I don't know. You could do hours on sharks. Yeah. Well, unless we try and spear a record one. Shark? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Until it comes back around and bites you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That'd get a bit scary. Yeah, well, uh, I would have thought that... That would have been a concern with the blue marlin every time you go in, right? Like the there's a chance uh, they're just going to decide, nah, I'm yeah, going to well, get you. Well, with I speared a blue marlin 
five years ago, uh, six years ago, because, yep, six years ago. And, um, yeah, it slacklined my float line and swam at me and gave me a bit of a scare. Yeah. Charged at me a bit, never never connected. But, yeah, <laughs> I've had sailfish do the same thing. Yeah, I've, so I've heard a couple times where the sailfish have had a crack. Mm. Yeah, so I think that's why we. That's why Mike and Eddie was pretty keen to get me on board to swim with him. It's why if you got someone there at least with another gun, so they can poke it off or something if it gets a bit dangerous. But I think it also adds a thrill to it. You know, we're all yeah, all chasing that. So no, that's cool. Um, I don't really have many other questions for you, Mike. Oh, except yeah, <laughs> your name is Mike Kane. Yes, you. Asked to be called Mike. Is that just because of Michael Caine, the actor, you? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, mate. No. <laughs> no, was, no. It's... It was always just Mike anyway? <laughs> yeah, I think there's, yeah, just always been Mike. Yeah. yeah. You've never been Batman's butler? <laughs> I look, I mean, I still get called Michael if yeah. I'm in trouble with my wife or mum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, otherwise it's Mike. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, is there anything you wanted to ask, Leewald? Nah, that was good, thanks. Yeah, happy. Happy, mate. Cheers. And thanks to you guys again for uh, what a week I've had. Yeah. Thank you both. Yeah, awesome. Cheers. Nah, yeah, it, it, it's been uh, great meeting you. Awesome to fish with you. Great uh, to have your enthusiasm for the fish that was caught and the spearfishing. And thanks for chumming up. Cheers, lads. Cheers, Squirly. Thanks, Squirly. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Keep an eye out on our YouTube page for chumming up. We'll be chucking up shit there as we can. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, any place that you can follow someone legally. Uh, make sure you keep an ear out for Mike's new podcast as part of Spear West. And get out, get amongst it, and I'll catch you next time.